0: Jesse Allen talking now with Arlen Suderman, Chief Commodities Economist at Stone X. Arlen, let's first start with the inflation data we saw on Tuesday morning, the Consumer Price Index, a bit of an increase there. How is that impacting the broader market trade here on the day today?
1: Well, the CPI data, which is inflation at the consumer level, basically showed the year on year inflation, the headline numbers. Continuing to trend down, although not as much as what the analysts had expected, but nonetheless, getting down to that, you know, closer to that 6% level, which is the lowest we've been since 2021. However, the month on month numbers, which reflect more short term trends, We're up there around a half percent increase in inflation for the month. And that's getting up there around the levels that we saw when inflation was the biggest issue uh, and really hot uh, over the last couple of years. So longer term picture is still trending down, but shorter term showing signs of starting to heat up once again. Uh, particularly in natural gas prices heating up. Gasoline prices starting to heat up. Service sector is still hot outside of medical services. Um, we're still seeing overall shelter cut, inflation in the shelter still being very hot. So a lot of issues with inflation. The market didn't know how to digest that at first and then it kind of settled in and I think correctly so that this means that the Fed, if anything, is going to have to remain hawkish and maybe even increase its hawkishness going forward. And so we're seeing the equities under pressure this morning. Commodities have traded both sides because on the one hand, we tend to have money moving into the commodities when inflation is an issue. On the other hand, the fears that the Fed's actions To tame this inflation, which may have to get more aggressive, may create more of a recessionary environment that hurts demand for commodities, puts pressure on commodity prices. And I think we have funds buying into both camps right now, and so we're going back and forth. But the one thing that is held true is support under the wheat market. And that's largely because the funds already had big, short or sold positions in wheat coming into this past week. And the war in Ukraine is heating up, becoming more intense. And that puts more risk for the supply of of wheat coming out of that region and in a broad sense of commodities coming in that region. So we are finding good support in wheat yet at this point in the markets.
0: Now, overall, some of that cautiousness in grains and mixed activity with a little bit of support. I know with corn, we got a softening of the stance for the Mexican government on, on a couple parts of their corn degree for G, decree for GMO corn doesn't necessarily feel like the corn markets really reacting one way or another to that news. What's your thoughts on, on that news for the Mexican government?
1: Yeah, great observation that the markets are really not trading the news out of Mexico. Mexico blinked first in this big battle over GMO corn coming into Mexico. Uh, They import about 17 million metric tons or roughly 670 million bushels of corn per year with 90 plus percent of that coming from the United States. So it's a big deal. And their Mexican president is trying to make this a big issue. It's believed inside of Mexico that he's making it a political, a political issue for getting reelected next year, but they simply cannot find cheap enough alternative supplies. Uh, And so that is a problem and he seems to recognize that. So he has totally backed off of the deadline of 2024 for importing of corn that goes for feed usage. He's holding fast on food usage, which would be white corn coming from the United States, But the vast majority of the corn at the import is yellow corn for feeding livestock. And he's backed off of that saying that that will be a substitution on a substitution basis as alternatives become available. Uh, And so a much softer stance on the whole issue. But the market never really believed that he was going to be able to enforce this in the first place. That's why we're not seeing much reaction.
0: And in the protein sector, cattle trade uh, is a little bit lower here at midday while the hog market deferred a little bit of uh, green on the screen there. That Feb contract is hanging close to the cash index as it's the final day for that contract. Any thoughts in proteins here today?
1: Yeah, as we look at the hog market, it's taken such a beating and we removed so much of the long position that funds held. That that allows a little bit of a bounce back, and we've started seeing a little bit of a firming of the cash market, and so we've seen a little bit of money come back into this market, but it's still a fraction of where we were just a month ago or so. Um, But giving us a little bit of support today, when you look at the lean hog index at 74.64 today, that is what over 30 dollars below where the June futures contract is trading right now so a huge premium's already been priced into that market on the cattle side very different dynamics there where we've been seeing some tightening of supplies helping put in an early bottom we think to the to the product market there as supplies tighten up last week's uh, available product was down what i think it was about 8% to certainly more than 6% Uh, as we're reducing numbers and also reducing carcass weights uh, as we pull these cattle forward and had some weather events. But you can't go up every day. And we went up into new territory yesterday. We're seeing a little bit of a pullback and consolidation, so a little bit of red on the screen in the cattle market today.
0: And that is market analysis with Arlen Suderman, Chief Commodities Economist at StoneX. Coming up this afternoon, we'll talk with the agmarket.net team. This has been the Market Talk Midday Commentary for Tuesday, February 14th. I'm Jesse Allen reporting.